Oh my God. There's thunder and lightning everywhere. I can't reach any of my trusty co-hosts. I'm not making any, that's not audio. That's not me uh, doing Lucasfilm audio. That's real destructive uh, nature. I love it. You see if Mr. Tom Cooper is around. Holy potatoes, Steve. Whoa! This is the real deal. Hey, you want to get in the stream yard? I'm in a lightning storm. About to get killed. No, I'm at home, but I'm live on Twitter right now. Yeah, they could probably see me holding the phone. About to get killed with this lightning. Might as well get some views, right? (laughs) All right, I'm going to hang up. Come on in. I'll send you the link somehow on Twitter, right? Oh, my God. I just saw that. That came pretty close to that tree. All right, I'm going to hang up now. (laughs) All right, bye. All right, folks. We see uh, Mr. Tom Cooper and this little experiment because, whoa, holy shatter. Whoa. Just hit the neighbor's yard. All right, let me get this in here. All right. Holy, holy, holy smokes. All right. We get Mr. Cooper in here somehow. Whoa. Tell me when. Whoa. Tom Cooper, it's Rhonda Tate, one of my favorite people. There we go. Look at that there. All right. Whoa! Oh, God. All right. Where's Tom's thing? Oh, my God. All right. This experiment is uh, not going as well as I can. I'm in an active lightning storm. Lightning storm. Okay. Oh. All right. What? What else am I doing here? All right. What's going on? Where's uh? 
My God, I almost got hit by the thing. You see it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The thing almost hit me. Do you see that? <laughs> Do you know who holds the record for being struck by lightning? Well, me today, hopefully. <laughs> who is it? It's a golfer named Chichi Rodriguez. He's been struck seven times. Well, let's go for eight. <laughs> All right, I can hear you pretty good. So what are you up to? I'm listening to the paratrooper right now. Okay. I figure no one's ever had act. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. No one's ever had an active like lightning thunderstorm uh, on one of these podcasts. I don't think, right? I haven't seen one. Literally, it almost hit my neighbor's thing here. So I was like, I might as well go live. I'm only on Twitter. I'm not on all the Rumble and Odyssey. You know, this is kind of a last second thing here. But I got scared, dude. Came pretty pretty close a second ago. I woke up from a time travel dream. Oh shit! It was like a dream slash, slash nightmare kind of thing. <laughs> you see the flashes? Like that's all special right. effects. I would probably if it was dark. Oh, it's getting pretty dark here. <laughs> I don't know if I go in, out in the yard, I, the computer's gonna get all drenched. Do you hear that thunder? I hear it now. That's how humid it was. I wasn't right. kidding, dude. When I said I was burning. So how are you enjoying the fourth? <laughs> um, it, we're just hanging out, dude. Um, just waiting for it to get dark. I'm gonna we're gonna cook some brats tonight and uh, bratwurst. What, what time is it there? Twelve forty. Right here it says three forty. Here. Yeah, that's right. Did you have any any uh, fireworks at all? Yeah, dude. People were going off last night. For the last two days, dude, it's, you know, people popping stuff off here and there. Now, It'll be the, wild tonight, though. How's the cats been handling it? Is that can't um, be they've been doing handling it okay, dude. It, it was really never our cats that was an issue. It was our female dog that we used to have. She used to not like it. Sorry. Yeah, but cats have sensitive hearing too, though, right? Oh, no, yeah, but our cats seem to be fine, dude. Like, they've been popping off all night last night, and the cats weren't even tripping at all. <laughs> so it's more of a dog thing. Dogs have even more sensitive ears than. Yeah, cats. I think so. Or maybe it just doesn't freak my cats out as much. I think too, dude. It has a lot to do with uh, the people in the house. Oh, hi, Dana. Nice. How are you guys? Well, I'm about to get hit by lightning. <laughs> Why? Pretty humid right now. I know it's a thunderstorm. Oh, are right we now. live? Kind of. You don't have to be. I can end the broadcast. <laughs> I, figure, I get hit by lightning. 
There'll be more hey. people watching. Okay. Well, we're not well. on Rumble or we're only on my Twitter right now. So. Oh, okay. <coughs> well, happy Fourth, gentlemen. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Happy Jaws Day. Jaws Day. <laughs> I gotta say, right now, you know, Jaws. I, I'd rather celebrate Jaws, to be honest. Yeah, I, I'd say that that's fair. That's you know, very fair. Because Jaws has brought me a lot of happiness. Um, the stuff I've learned about my country and people that rule it, that hasn't made me happy at all. <laughs> so for me to say no. Independence Day, it's, I don't know, it feels weird. You don't love the Anglo-Nazi imperialism? No, I just like blowing stuff up. <laughs> I think I think that's fair. I think it's a healthy response. <laughs> well, what are you in my up opinion? To? I had to go on a well, I didn't have to, um, but I decided to. So I've been doing some kind of bang up work with the false memory syndrome, Jolly West, all of that, because uh I've made a very bizarre discovery that has pissed a lot of people off on YouTube, specifically in the ex-Scientology community. Um, there are a lot of uh, people who sing the praises of the False Memory Syndrome Foundation's board. And these people, excuse my language, but I'm going to say it, these people fucked with the wrong nerd because they mention these names and think that people don't recognize them. Well, I do. And anyways, uh, if you guys want me to come back to the details, I will. But today I went on because um, these ex-Scientologist creators were rallying against uh, Zero Dark Tony's channel and trying to get his channel completely shut down. And it's women playing the victim, right? Because they're so delicate. They're... They're totally independent, you know, girl power. Hey, girl bosses until, you know, someone calls them out on something. And so I went on there and challenged all of them because they have called me a liar. They've called me dangerous. They have said that I spread misinformation and disinformation. So I called them out and challenged them to come on and debate me. Good for and you. What, what was the responses? Um, they all reported the video and are trying to get it demonetized, I guess. That was the last thing I heard. Because they're not going to want to get up there and debate with you. Well, it's, you know, I, so we, like, we just kind of started out doing this sort of randomly. And I was looking on one of these creators channels and I just watched something about hypnosis and there was another one about cults and these people claim that they are there to help people that have left Scientology and I just started hearing names and I'm like is that, is that the same Margaret Singer uh and then and then uh one of them literally went on a PR campaign for like four days and has just talked about how Jolly West was a civil rights activist <laughs> And spent his life in servitude to help people. I mean, that guy tortured no one, people. <laughs> well, Civil here's the thing: is that ass. no one questions them. No one questions these people. I, I'm figuring that out now. 
Like, I'm not into Scientology. I feel for the victims. I know that that's a very real thing, but I'm not into Scientology. However, no one has challenged these people. And so now I'm, you know, going to do the best that I can to refute some of this individual's claims, like that Dr. Louis Joylin Jolly West was a civil rights activist because of his work that he did with Martin Luther King, but he ignores the fact that the Violence Prevention Center that was proposed by Jolly West wanted to put brain chips into young Black kids because he said that they were violent and he wanted to be able to predict violence. I don't think that you can call him a civil rights activist with, no. you know, if you're not going to talk about that. I call him by the techno technical term that I've come across asshole <laughs> yeah and he yeah. was a thousand times he, over torture is he was he's a monster he is a monster yes. and he is a psychopath and um you know this all started after I just mentioned the false memory syndrome foundation specifically Margaret Singer and these people have been on this campaign uh, really tearing down Tom O'Neill's book, Chaos, you know, uh, and have said that his speculation about Jolly is quote unquote concerning. And I'm like, excuse me, you're an ex-cult, uh, you're an ex-cult advocate. How dare you demand evidence, first off, because you know that cults lie. So who are you? You're not an authority on anything, especially the U.S. government during the time of MK Ultra. I don't want to hear it. <sighs> Anyways, so he starts attacking. I would say he was attacking Tom O'Neill, and I'm not here to be uh, Tom's cheerleader. I'm just saying in the book, he's very upfront about how long it took him to write that because he wanted to be as thorough as possible. And he's just sitting there trashing his credibility. And he makes little jokes about Tom and just thinks that that kind of hushes everything. He only wants to focus on Manson and Jolly. He mentions the process. He won't say the process church of the final judgment. I have a feeling I know why, but he won't. So I'm going to dig into that eventually, too. He wouldn't dare but, uh, I just Dowen's name either. I, I guarantee it. Well... That was a that was a really fun no 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 but that was a really fun point for me because in my first stream I pointed out that I was only able to recognize Margaret Singer's name because of Program to Kill. So people that you know want to say we're too McGowan pilled or whatever, uh, you can bite me at this point because I'm really over it. I was able to recognize her name and everything checked out. All of it. That entire book checks out. All of it. And I found more. So, you know, people may not yes. like it. You found and that's more. Fine. Like, I have found even more to support all of the claims that he's making. Now, the argument that he's laying out, you know, for the global death cult, which I think at this point, but um, that is still us putting together the pieces of the puzzle, right? And then you kind of make your own determination. Everything else, though, those are facts. And you can't argue with it. I don't want to hear it. I'm, I'm, this stuff Dave has, show, uh, Dave, Dave would always show where he got his research from. And, uh, yeah, so have a, I. Oh, so have, so you, have yeah, I. Exactly, exactly. 
and what? you know this this chick came on and uh posted in the comment where she called me dangerous and a spreader of misinformation uh it was a paragraph from a random article talking about how the satanic panic was debunked and this and that um and then i found an article a very old article from this ex-scientology uh i call him the golden calf he's the one that you're not allowed to touch and this article he talks about how the uh false memory syndrome put you know ruined so many people and there were so many people that were falsely accused and blah, 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 blah. So I think I've figured out exactly what the hell is going on. And I have a really big problem with it. So what are we going to do with Dave McGowan show? Huh? Said, when are we going to do a Dave McGowan show? We can do it anytime. I want to do like, I, so what I would like to do. Well, I guess I really don't have to with y'all's audience. You know, it's like I have to make a freaking PowerPoint for these people because they think that they're the arbiters of truth and that they're allowed to demand X, Y, and Z. You know, at least here I can talk a little more freely. I mean, I want to talk about McMartin. You know, I had someone sitting there saying that, you know, McMartin, that that didn't happen, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, excuse oh, me. Shit, it didn't excuse me. Huh. I don't want to hear it. And you know what I found today on YouTube? It's because you have to hunt for these things like in the trenches of YouTube. But I found it and it's beautiful because it's almost textbook to McMartin. It was a case in Australia where Ralph Underwager of the False Memory Syndrome Foundation was a professional witness for a case at a preschool and Ralph Underwager is cussing out the host of 60 Minutes Australia <laughs> because the guy literally comes here and calls him out. He's like, we read the medical records and they read them on TV and they're just as bad as in Program to Kill. It's almost like identical, the stuff that happened to those kids in McMartin, in Presidio. So I see a bunch of people running around uh, with their degrees, licenses, whatever, and they're gaslighting people. And I'm not going to stand for it because it's bullshit. I'm sorry. Excuse my language. It's bullshit. Uh, we've all gone through this for the past couple of years, right? We've all seen it. Uh, yeah. Mind war with your, you know, medical degree. No, it's not okay. And I just, it's not okay. It's wrong. Mind war is Aquino's uh, psychological operations warfare uh, manual too, I believe. Yeah. Well, you know, so... I did a quick little thing last night where, I mean, whatever, the audio was screwed up. But you remember the human radiation experiments that Clinton came, like he formed a committee and they talked about it. It was in the early 90s. So I found in the NSA archives all of the testimony and in there. And it's insane because I've heard people talk about it a little bit, but not in detail. Um, so Martin Orn, who is uh, the professor of uh, torture and also psychological warfare, uh, he is named in government testimony in the same sentence as Sidney Gottlieb talking about mind control experiments on children, sexual abuse, all that stuff. That was in the 90s, guys. Yeah. This is in the NSA archives. This is official government documents. 
and Sidney Gottlieb is in there too. Because this ex-Scientology guy makes the claim that uh, Sydney's ties to Jolly are dubious at best. Okay, sure. Because now I have Sydney with another member of the False Memory Syndrome Foundation in a government document where they're talking about sexual abuse of children. Please come at me. I don't care about your degree. They probably won't watch this, but I'm so over this. This has now become my mission. Well, you're not going to be on YouTube too much longer, probably. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. It's fine. It's fine. I don't care because the truth is what matters. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll make sure this gets on BitChute, Rumble, Odyssey. It'll be... Yeah. As long as you want it to be, Dana, with your permission, oh. it'll be on all No, this is totally Rumble. random. I love talking to you guys. I'll just Yeah. I'm, it's fine. Yeah, and, we, and, and when you come on, uh, we want you to say what's on your mind. We don't. We're not. We don't want you to hold back nothing. There's no fucking censorship here. Yeah, <laughs> none. As far as I'm concerned, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I just, I you know, it's that's a different audience, and you know, Tony's been, you know, doxxed by Q, like queuing on people before. Um, you know, he's really gone through it, and I'm not trying to alienate that crowd so to speak and i wasn't even planning on going down that route i was going to talk about you know kind of walking into the methodology of mind control i was going to talk about uh estabrooks you know dave mcgowan mentions estabrooks i found a copy of that book i was going to kind of lay all of that out and then this whole thing just kind of got out of control and i can't you know, I, I can't really be too open about how I feel about it on there because I want them whatever to listen. Whatever you're comfortable, Dana. Like, I don't want to get you into the trouble or whatever either. No, no, no. It's fine. Here is fine. It's just on his channel. Those people, I mean, oh, okay. they're literally trying to get his whole channel taken down, you know, because right. of what? Nobody's come on and apologized about calling me a liar, you know, right. seriously, right. saying that I spread disinformation and that I'm a dangerous person. Bite me. <laughs> oh, you're dangerous, all right. <laughs> That's why they're coming Probably after. to the government. <laughs> or to Good. these people that you're fronting off, too. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah, I, uh, I'm certain that, I don't know. I'm just a random person, right? But I'm on this kind of big ex-Scientology channel, or like they're, we're doing an ex-Scientology series, and... You know, the day after I mentioned Jolly and the False Memory Syndrome Foundation, there's this really long Substack article article about how great Jolly is, and then a podcast, and then I do a live stream about it, and then there's another podcast, and it's just gone on for days. Yeah. No, I've been watching it's, your little things that you've been posting. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's insane. Well, how for those dare that, you ignore? For those or that demand anything. <clears throat> Let's just go off the assumption that people that are watching this in the future or whatever, because right now I'm, o I'm only uh, broadcasting to my Twitter page um, just because it was spur of the moment, last minute, whatever. Is there a way, would you be comfortable just telling everybody that in the future and right now that's watching live possibly the significance of Jolly and West and all the cast of characters throughout our our history in the last 50 years that he's been associated with, because there's quite a few. 
And for him to there be is called, quite a few. For him to be called a hero is enraging right now to me. Oh, a man, a man who spent his life helping people. That's what was said. That he cares so much and that he's passionate. And and this one really got me. This one was quite silly to me. And I'm being nice. Was that um Jolly was kind of uh blowing the whistle to academia and science about how mind control and hypnosis is real and everybody needs to be careful. We got to be careful, guys. It's real. This can be used. So I made a point yesterday on my YouTube or day before yesterday um, where I showed the speech that Mr. Alan Dulles made in April of 1953, where he coined the term brain warfare. Right. And then less than a year later, Dr. Jolly West, who had no pre-tenure uh, doctor track residency, whatever. They just pulled him out of the army, I believe it was. He's hired as the head, the head psychiatrist at the University of Oklahoma less than a year later. Is that a coincidence? Maybe. But to just blow it off and demand evidence for Tom O'Neill's book and that that is all that matters... You know, like these guys kind of mentioned uh, Whitey Bulger, and it was more so in passivity. And I made the point that if you really look into what happened to Whitey, uh, he talks about how they dosed them for weeks, months at a time. And they would just literally bring in a bunch of people and mess with them. And a lot of them said that they were doctors, and it came out later that they weren't. And they would ask mean questions, try to put mean thoughts in their head. He saw blood running down the walls. They would bring in cameras and film them. He saw one of the cameras turn into a dog's head. And he said specifically that the people that were kept up for so long, because your body can only take so much, and especially your mind, and they would try to push them to the brink of insanity. But the people who were about to die or had died, they would just bury them behind the prison. And most of them were black. That's that's part of Jolly's legacy. Seriously, it's a joke to think so he's that. A hero. Uh, so he's a hero, like you were saying. It's <laughs> it's completely saying, yeah. it's preposterous. It's you know I've been digging through the newspaper archives and trying to find what I can. And someone reached out to me yesterday on Twitter. It was kind of exciting because at UCLA there's a massive archive of. Uh, jolly basically and they went and they're going to send me some stuff that I asked about they offered um but the idea that he was working with the you know Korean POWs and the American POWs to help them no he wasn't no he wasn't they were torturing people they were torturing them and they were using drugs that, that's his legacy. And this is my problem with MK Ultra being thought of as, you know, just this small period where we got Timothy Leary and Acid and Trippy and Cool. And this is why people need to have a better context of history. But we have these individuals that I'm dealing with right now who want to act like they're the gatekeepers of information because of a book that they wrote. That book got a letter of recommendation 
by Dr. Jolly West and was paid for because it was going to go bankrupt by Dr. Margaret Sanger. I would just like to point that out too. Okay. Um, so that's what this man's career has been made off of is people who are part of the false memory syndrome foundation. Um, it's not a real syndrome folks. No, no, it's absolutely not. It's not. And I am basically on a mission now to show that it is one of the biggest crimes in history, medical history, especially against children, because yep. I didn't realize that there were people who were still making their career out of this and claiming to help specifically ex-cult survivors. Yeah. I, because, you know, like we're all adults generally in YouTube, whatever, like the people that are chatting, they're adults, but you know, I'm thinking about the kids, right? I'm thinking about the kids that are still in these cults and the kids that are involved in these ex-cult communities. And I'm not making any accusations. That's just where my mind goes is what's going on with the kids. We can't hear from them. They can't rally and, you know, speak up for themselves. So well, Dana, I have a friend that was at Columbine that saw other shooters that were adults. She described them as being in their forties almost. That false memory syndrome has been used to attack her witness statements, too. So it, the false memory syndrome has been used to victimize quite a few people, not just the children, but especially the children in terms of McMartin and everything. But even just regular conspiracy theories, you know, about even school shootings that has been used to what that was been weaponized against witnesses of crimes, uh, things that they shouldn't have seen but did. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, the media doesn't question anything. The media just goes along with it. You know, so, how, how do you feel about um, the stuff they're doing now for like the PTS, you know, people that are they're trying to say that um, mushrooms and and stuff like that are helping these people out? Oh, you mean like uh, Peter Thiel having uh, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> company? Yeah, uh, you're not part of the underground movement if a spook is giving you acid. Hey, guess right. what? Uh, Tim Leary wasn't part of the underground movement either. Um, it's the next. And then we thing. always have the Unabomber too, folks, and he just passed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was a victim of MK Ultra. There are all these victims. And so is this the new thing? I don't know. The government loves to weaponize uh, health care, right? So right. it's not just the military industrial complex. It's the pharmaceutical industrial complex. And it has been since day one. And they need to be able to uh, work in harmony with one another for all of this to go according to plan. Um and that's how it's been since day one. And anyone who wants to argue with me about that, uh, I dare you. Okay. Because, uh, you know, people, and actually, you know, what would be really fun, guys, that we should do? Because uh, if I do it by myself, I'm just going to rant and scream at the camera. We should talk about how Nuremberg isn't real, but we should plan this ahead of time. I would like to do that, where we all talk about it and we plan it ahead of time. Because... Okay. Sure. You know, uh, I said that in one of my videos and I was like, I'll save that for another day because I'm not here to give you a history lesson. I'm here to talk about Jolly. And a lot of people got right. upset. 
I'll tell you, Dana, my fr uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Donald Jeffries, he writes books and things. He's been writing about Nuremberg and how the Nuremberg trials was kind of BS. Not kind of, he flat out said it. And I, uh, to be honest, I have to be educated myself because I'm still not entirely sure exactly what he meant by that, but I know he's brought it up. We don't have to give like a full, uh, we don't no, have to break like down to. every detail. I'm stupid. No, I am stupid. And if I'm stupid, stupid. There, there's other stupid people that would benefit from being explained to because I still don't even understand it myself because it's been brought up about the COVID thing, like with Fauci and stuff, having a Nuremberg yeah. 2.0 thing. I don't fully understand why that wouldn't be a good thing. And I I keep being told that it wouldn't be a good thing. Because we haven't had Nuremberg 1.0. That's why. See, I don't it, know. I don't know any of this, you know, to be honest. I'm just flat out I telling mean, you. I don't know. No, no, well, no. It's okay. I, research. <laughs> I would I I would rather, you know, I respect people being honest with me and I don't act I try I try not to. I don't act like I know everything and I don't think that it would be I would be rather you to... explain it to me than some douchebag that I Absolutely. That's what I mean. I would I rather more than I trust the douchebag. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? I would rather like, you know, not people get bored with a ton of information, right? So it's keep it simple. Uh, how many doctors were guilty? How many did we take from paperclip? Right. And then how many were hung? Because I can count on two hands how many yeah. were hung, right? And, and you know, Russia took some as well, but we they certainly took, took the, the, the bounty right. of them. Yeah. And why is that? I think we all know why. The ones that we couldn't utilize, that they were the ones that were hung. <laughs> the other ones... Well, they had to kill leaving. somebody to make it look good, right? Well, they were the uh, the remaining ones were relocated here, in Alabama, in Texas, and uh, it was start NASA and everything, you know. But the other ones, yeah, got there home. was a, there was uh, I read this really interesting article the other day, and I need to go back and find it. But uh, there was some sort of controversy that was leaked, I I guess maybe a decade or two ago. Uh, where we kept some behind specifically under contract with us in Germany, and they were working in the old uh, tunnels underground doing God knows I believe, what. I believe that. And they got busted. They had tunnels on the ground in Germany? I'm not bullshitting. I, I haven't heard this. Oh, I think it was, um, I think it was Dachau. Um, I think it was, uh, I think it was Dachau, the Dachau camp. Um, so that was where they were doing a lot of the like V2, like trying to build that technology. Um, and so there were, what did I call it in my video? Uh, the eugenic space race tales from the underground. That was what I called it. And, uh, it's, I mean, it's literally just these massive tunnels and it, it was infested with disease and everybody was starving and. Uh, you know, they they hung slaves from cranes for fun just to see how high they could go with, you know, the oxygen or lack thereof, among other things. So you know, Warner Von Braun would hang the uh, the slowest slave, right? At the factory? I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. I mean, so much of his yeah. file is redacted by the FBI still, so... I'd rather be educated by you than anybody else anyway. That's all. <laughs> it's 
I just, I don't, I don't know, you know, uh, maybe I shouldn't care, but I just feel like you can't function properly if you don't have a good understanding of your own history. And if you're, if you're refusing, then just say it, just say you don't want to know, you know, I had someone, a man who recently exited my life who looked me dead in the face and said that they did not care that children were being hurt. So that was that for me, but I respect the honesty, right? That's okay. At least you're being honest. So I would rather people be honest that they don't want to know the truth. Cause I still have questions about a lot of things from that time period, as far as like world war two, but you know, uh, people aren't going to see the correlations of Weimar and the current state of America and what could very well be coming, you know, uh, massive inflation, sexual degeneracy, giving kids hormones. I mean, really guys, it's, it's kind of identical, yeah. you know? And so are we waiting for a sort of fascist leader to come in and say that they're going to restore order because the Weimar certainly was, and that's why Hitler was so popular. People love to act like he was this weird, random aberration. You know, it's like this whole, oh, like the, the failed art student sleeping on a bench. Like, right. you know, he just rose up from, you know, and it's like, come on, get real. That's like the same. Whole I have a feeling he was propped up into place by our people. Well, I have I a know. feeling that that might be very likely. But I think that a lot of the really dark stuff was primarily because we know that himmler was very deep into the occult um and the whole ss was basically the occult uh the society. of the nazis the you real, know yeah the real society yeah like Tom yeah said. like all of that so i think that they were the ones really running the show but this whole like visual op of you know it's just this like random nerd like Bill Gates, like Elon, you know, like Jeff Bezos. It's just all this crap. And I'm not saying that they're comparable to Hitler. I'm just saying we're always presented with this perspective of this random nerd who just somehow magically comes to power. And so people aren't going to see it coming. Because I it's can like, tell you right now, there's a lot of people that are craving that type of leadership. Well, it's um, like the Rothschild um, story. Yeah, what's... yeah. Well, basically, the the main Rothschild was uh, some scumbag uh, poor person in in Germany, and when now all of a sudden he's propped up and he's got money and he's loaning it and he becomes the richest man at the time. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Great story. Yeah. Story. <laughs> yeah. What a rags to riches tale. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta That's love them Rothschilds. I'm personally, I think a lot of the people that are in our polit our politicians right now are ex Nazis, part of those part of those families. Um, ex Nazis, or still, you know? yeah, no. Well, I'm, you know what I mean. They're they're claiming not yeah, to. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Um, so there was, and I didn't believe it, and then I looked it up. So I was doing uh, an old video series on Instagram, and it was. It was about CRISPR and eugenics and how CRISPR is, you know, eugenic medicine, basically. Right. Um, and 
this thing came up and it stated that the word eugenics was only used one time in the entire uh, trial at Nuremberg. I wonder why that is. Because people don't know what eugenics is when you tell them. Right. People only know uh, a certain group that was affected and right. a certain word and a certain time frame. The word Holocaust is only used, I think, post-1979, too. People can look that up. Uh, I've heard that many times. Well, Chris, you know, you know where I stand on that. <laughs> people need to know what the term eugenics means, because um, there are a lot of people in a lot of powerful positions, uh, not just in government, but in business and healthcare, who are eugenicists. And I don't care. Nobody gets to demand anything. OK, um, we can look at the fruit. Bill, Ga Bill Gates' parents. Planned Parenthood. Bill Gates himself. Were... Bill Gates himself. Yes. And there's another nerd, right? Zuckerberg. That movie, the uh, show, what was it? The social uh, social network? I think so, yeah. Pure science fiction. He was given a backstory, a legend, as they call it. Of in, course uh, His lifelog was Facebook. Lifelog ended Thank the day you. that the day that Thank Facebook you. went live. Yeah. That was um, what was it? Google's or Google's parent company, Alphabet, which was like a CIA cutout that still exists. Yeah. And there's even a CIA funding uh, company that has Q right in the title. <laughs> yes, it is. Inkutel. In yeah. Inkutel. In People mm -hmm. don't look at that and they go, "Huh?" When you know, because I think personally, I think the whole Q thing was a huge psyop. What? Well, you know, remember how, and it's so crazy, like we talked about this last time, how they're constantly bombarding us with stuff. So you remember like two months ago, uh, all the banks were crashing? Yeah. And there was that one, like, it was something Valley Bank, and it was somewhere on the West Coast. And when you look that up with Incutel, it was, Peter Thiel was like basically running that bank. And was getting funding through all these like Bitcoin conferences via Incutel. And I'm like, oh, so spooks are just doing a bank run. That's cute. Why don't people pay attention to these things? Because one day everybody's going to wake up and their retirement's going to be gone. Their house is going to get um, foreclosed on. They did it once before in 2008. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I that's why I respect Whitney Webb because... She points out, hey, let's not forget, Epstein was involved in that. That was what I like to call a pedophile bank run. And I think that this J.P. Morgan Chase thing is the exact same thing. Because there's going to be more coming. Can I ask you a question, Dana? Yeah. Who do you think killed Epstein or was behind it? I have my theory. I just, you do a lot of research on this, so I kind of would like to ask you that question. Some people think Epstein's not even dead. Not me. I've well, seen that. But, and that, you know. I, I, me, personally, I think Bill Gates is behind it. That's just my opinion. <clears throat> it's not a bad theory. So. I think know, if, uh, if Epstein would have lived, he probably would have 
started running his mouth a little bit. And so Bill Gates. Here's the thing is Epstein, and I printed off all the court documents. Uh, that way, I at least had a hard copy. So Epstein was doing that really weird like AI thing in the Bahamas and it was targeting gifted kids and uh, you know, it was like gene therapy stuff. It, it's completely ridiculous. Uh, I don't even understand how they sat through that and approved it. Um, if he was getting a little too ballsy, because in those court documents, it references other arrest cases, other charges that were filed against him that I had never heard of before. Because there were multiple, I guess, uh, with the same incident as far as, you know, young girls being trafficked. Right. Um, I think that it was somebody in the tech sector, for sure. Because, you know, he had his ranch in New Mexico. He had this going on in the Bahamas. And, and I found I think evidence that may tie him to the toy box killer, David Parker Ray, in New Mexico. But that's for a future show. Sorry to... Uh... No, no, because I mean, honestly, at this point, um, you know, you can't rule anything out. And I think that everything deserves to be looked at with a critical eye. I think that it was somebody absolutely in the tech sector, though, because I mean, that was very serious technology. He had New Mexico. He had the British Virgin Islands. Um, did he piss off the wrong person? Did he maybe get a hold of uh, the wrong child, the wrong woman? You know, I believe that uh, Princess Ghislaine, I think that she is being kept alive for a reason. What that reason is, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I tried to, so, tried to compromise John F. Kennedy Jr. too. For his I know murder. that. Isn't that insane? Yeah, that's really crazy. You know, the RFK was also a, a lawyer for Scientology. You can yeah. go check that out on uh, Tony's channel because that blew my mind. Um. You know, something else to think about, because I think that the I think that the Gates theory is interesting. And I think I think that that's a valid theory is you remember Gawker, that yes. news website, it was yes. a journalism website. Yeah. And Peter Thiel was the one that had them shut down. Literally, because they outed him. And then he basically funded that whole thing where Hogan's sex tape got leaked onto Gawker. Peter Thiel funded that entire lawsuit and got Gawker shut down. So I think that Peter Thiel is a very dangerous man. And these Bitcoin people that just completely ignore it and, you know, praise him being like super cool. Oh, I'm a Bitcoin bro. You know, come on, man. He literally shut down a journalism website. Do I agree that they outed Peter Thiel? No. But it's not illegal, right? Right. At that time, it wasn't a hate crime. Hate crime. I don't know. Hate crime. What a stupid term. Hate. <laughs> Hate's an emotion. It's not a book. Anyway. Words are weapons, right? Words are weapons. Sticks and stones, right? That's what I was taught when I was a kid. Sticks yeah. and stones well, may break your bones, but words will never hurt you. Until now. So. Until until the last three well, years. Well, yeah. This this whole like internet thing. It's like, man, I remember back in the day, you know, you talk smack, there was a real consequence. So you yeah. generally would watch your mouth unless you were willing to take that risk. 
people think that they can just get online, you know, and act crazy. And you can. That's absolutely fine. But people may not like it. Just deal with it and walk away. You don't have to watch it. Right? Ex exactly. Now you tell me, Tom. <laughs> I had to watch all this shit. <laughs> it's a lot of wasted hours. No, Dana, you're absolutely right. Well, what do you think people should do? <laughs> I don't, Keep watching I don't know. Dana. That's what they should I don't should know. Do. I mean, thank you. I appreciate it, guys. I mean, I don't know. You know, uh, like I said, I had someone uh, literally leave because they told me that they don't care about kids being hurt. And honestly, that's just really the vibe that I get from a lot of people is that they don't care. Nobody wants to hear about the false memory syndrome foundation thing. And I go every show I'm on as a guest, I'm bringing it up and then I don't hear anything about it. That's it. Because, well, I would argue because there's still people who are, uh, you know, working under different guises to support this theory, even though it has been debunked. It absolutely has. That's a fact. And, you know, uh, people want to sit there and act like it's not relevant that Jolly West wanted to put brain implants into young black kids and that he was on the False Memory Syndrome Foundation. I think that's kind of weird. This ex-Scientology person, uh, you know, espouses how, you know, Jolly was against the death penalty and he helped Patty Hearst. And I'm like, honey, honey, the rest huh. of the False Memory Syndrome Foundation board was also her professional witnesses. So can we talk about that? Because yeah. I think that that needs to be addressed. He's very dismissive of Jack Ruby. I think that that's completely unacceptable. He now, I'm not going to sit here. Crazy. He, he was the one that yes, went he did. him. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> he did. And I don't want to sit here and, you know, go through Wendy Painting's book because, A, she worked really hard on it. I have a lot of respect for her. And I think that people need to go and buy it and read it for themselves if they're interested. However, you know, she made a really valid point that Timothy McVeigh, yes, during yes. his time of, you know, seeing psychiatrists, that he was getting taken to the dentist a lot. <laughs> but he only had one cavity. Right. And Jolly was there for a psychological disaster team exercise. Psychological disaster. I said that correctly. So. You're the warden? I don't have Are to give there? proof for anything. Dana, huh? you know about the warden, right? The warden oh, in charge of where Timothy McVeigh was, was at. Tell me. He was, he was threatened. Because he didn't like the fact that Jolly and West was going to visit him. And under oh. press, he was threatened. Oh, yeah. Oh. And wow. Chris Emery, Chris Emery uh, the producer and narrator of the documentary A Noble Lie, the Oklahoma City, like the premier Oklahoma City bombing documentary. He told me that on my show, Get Mad. He said that, that guy was threatened to shut the hell up. While Jolly and West was doing whatever with Timothy McVeigh in his prison. 
was Jolly pretending to be a dentist? You know, uh, what was going on? <laughs> I don't know. The dentist what thing. What the hell was going on? You're telling me be new things with the dentist thing. I, it's probably stuff I should already know, but it, it no, because I mean, this is stuff like really deep in her book. You know, she yeah. has written the most extensive thing that I've ever seen about Jolly. And yeah. I, you know, so in one of my videos, I hold up where I like have all the little tabs. Yeah. That's every time that Jolly's name is mentioned. It's in the back of the book. But she does, she did a fantastic job. However, you know, I don't have to prove a damn thing, quite frankly. I'm doing it as a courtesy to be transparent and show people where I'm getting my information. And I have in the NSA archives from the Human Radiation Committee, Sidney Gottlieb, Martin Orne. Now, there's hundreds of pages there, and I'm going to read through more of it. But they specifically mention Bluebird, Artichoke, mm. MK Ultra. Artichoke. I'm sorry. These were Jolly's peers. These people were criminals. They were war criminals. They were yeah. guilty of crimes against humanity. They were also guilty of crimes against children. They were not advocates for anything except for themselves. Right. And the fact that, like, this conversation still has to be had in this context where, like, I'm being called dangerous and a liar and a spreader of disinformation. And I've got these people who have these that licenses on, and degrees. That, that means you're onto something, Dana. That means you're onto something. Maybe you should change oh, your to dangerous Dana. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in hot with my version of mind war, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's it's a lot and if i didn't you know you guys know i'm not like one for the dramatics right like i try not to postulate i try to stick to the facts um but yeah i mean i absolutely do feel like i'm onto something because these people of are, you are they're being dishonest i would say if you're withholding information but you're demanding evidence about charles manson being controlled by jolly west you're being very dishonest i'm sorry and why aren't you saying the full name of the process church because it's the process church of the final judgment That's and right. it wasn't just some random little splinter group it was a very big cult all over the world including and they're still the, in existence today including the son of, son of sam cult because Berkowitz yeah. was not the only killer when it came to the Son of Sam. No, no, he wasn't. No, he was not. So are you, and I'm not, I'm asking, <laughs> are you trying to hide something on purpose? I don't know. Right. But I'm going to continue laying out my argument because, you know, so you guys know I've been working on that stuff in Utah and then all of this yes. kind of laid itself at my feet. And so... I'm when you mentioned the process, I decided to, you know, just kind of look back into it. And lo and behold, the uh, <laughs> I have completely synced the time of when the process migrated to Utah yeah. to that memo that came out from the Mormon church from Bishop Pace, where he talks about how he met with 70 victims of SRA. That was literally like six months, six months before his memo. That was when uh, the process church had migrated to Utah officially. So I think that that's really weird timing because that implicates Scientology directly. 
an SRA because the process is part of Scientology. I don't care what people say. They can call it a splinter group all they want. <laughs> right. You're right. It is what it is. Something else that's really fun, and I haven't looked into it too much yet, but I'll mention it before I forget. Um, do you do you guys remember that cult, Om Shinrikyo? Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't. I've never heard of it. Oh, dude, you gotta you gotta look into it. I okay. don't remember all of the details, but I think a lot of it happened here in Florida. I think some of it, um, but they were guilty of. It was sarin gas, right, Chris, in the tunnels yeah, in I Japan, think so. I think. Okay, yeah. I remember a little bit about that now. This, this guy was off his rocker. So <laughs> I'm looking in the newspaper archives at this ex-Scientology gentleman who is such a big fan of Jolly. And uh, he's he was interviewed. I don't know if he was involved in the court case, but he was definitely there during that time in the newspaper right. discussing Om Shinrikyo right. and mind control. So I think that that's very interesting. Yeah. These things are all tied together. I'm sorry. Right, so Dave McGowan would always uh, connect the dots. It is. Yeah, I know. You don't like it too bad. I don't care. Deal with it. It is what it is. Even my friend Donald Jeffries, that's what his modern day work is all about. He's connecting hidden history. He has a whole. He's great. I've listened to like, I haven't read his stuff yet, but I've been listening to a lot of his stuff. And I mean, he's absolutely fantastic. And I agree with him completely. It's along the lines of Dave McGowan stuff is that everything it is. is it's connected. Everything is, it is. Everything's connected. And I refuse. So I told people in my initial video where I say that I recognize Margaret Singer's name from Program to Kill, you know, my little video series that I do, I won't do anything that I cannot verify myself. It's all thing. I don't I haven't even used his damn footnotes, y'all. Because if you know where to look, you can find the stuff. Right. And I'm not saying that I'm smarter than him. It would be a lot easier if I just use the footnotes, you know. But I like to dig and look because sometimes you find little chestnuts hidden here and there. Because you're your own person, Dana. But I'm saying he, yeah. you know, people want to dismiss him and make him sound like a crazy person. They always you know, do. and like he's know. he's I he's know. making this wild argument, and I'm saying no, the hell he wasn't. Because why am I uh using why am I reading Dave McGowan and all of a sudden pissing off a bunch of ex-Scientologists who claim to be an authority <laughs> in ex-cult uh, advocacy. Right. You I just, think that Dave would say I'm right on the money. They just started another cult, that's all. <laughs> Bro, straight up. Straight go. up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, right. it's you know, they're, it's... Because he uh, was I on just, the subject. It was because he was he and yourself are honest. Absolutely. Honest. Yeah. Yeah. I just it. It's stupid. It shouldn't be this way. <coughs> but this is uh, this is the result of people not questioning other people's authority and not looking underneath the surface. And I'm not placing blame on anyone, but uh I've I've shown 
I've shown the receipts. So if you have something to refute me, it's your turn. Right. I'll keep showing them, you know, because I'm I'm on the jolly train because we're going to get to the false memory syndrome foundation, you know, because that when they bring it up, when they were calling me a liar, uh, they made it seem very passive and like it wasn't extremely harmful. The false and it's memory like, you know, false memory. It allowed syndrome. criminals to go free. Yes. And victimize victims. They. Yeah. So I, I posted on Twitter yesterday the video. If I already said this, just let me know. My brain is kind of. Say it again. The woman, the one of the founders of the False Memory Syndrome Foundation. Yeah. And. I forgot her name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Pamela Freed. And how everybody yeah, just stands up and gives her a standing ovation. <laughs> her daughter is the one who accused the father, who she still has not recanted to this day. They were the founders. Well, they were also stepbrother and sister. Right. Her mom and dad. Yeah. And she's having this meeting and she gets a standing ovation. I would argue that you're looking at a room full of criminal adults who see their golden ticket to the chocolate factory. Seriously. Because yeah. they're right. like, we got yeah. the government, we got medicine, we got psychology, all right here. And it was all primarily middle class families and wealthy families that were the donors. Right. It's... Yeah. You guys know how I feel about stuff with kids. And uh, people are not going to just uh, wipe this under the rug especially because SRA is still going on. There's still active investigations going on and people saying that McMartin didn't happen. People love to just focus on that preschool and they don't acknowledge the four other schools that were involved in the investigation as well. They just want to talk about McMartin. So I'm over it and I'm on a mission with the false memory thing. So the other ones that aren't mentioned, are they worse than the McMartin thing. Go that into that, Dana. Enlighten everyone. No, the other connections. They're, they're not worse, but so when McMartin started and the other allegations started coming out, there was a, I hate even saying it, there was a daycare that was involved. Right. And I believe three other schools. Yes. So that's where we get that huge number over 400 and what they think it was was you know uh kind of like an abuse ring and tom Maybe not they, necessarily. All, these, all these little kids had stds same the same stds well presidio absolutely presidio they had yeah. chlamydia yeah. but they weren't being raped no not at all right no. right you know and i mean the medical records like i said it's you know, people can sit there and debate about the tunnels. I had someone tell me that they found uh, the when they found the tunnels, I had someone that. tell me that when the FBI released the finders files and there were McMartin documents and the there back was, of it, some, in 2019, they released them for some reason with, with those files. I don't know why, but someone had the audacity to tell me that that was just bad paperwork on the FBI's uh, part. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I said, Oh really? I said, you're being awfully gracious to the uh, FBI. 
because I don't buy that, that they would make a mistake like that. Okay. They knew exactly what they were doing. They released it behind it on purpose so that people wouldn't look so that people wouldn't know because I'm kind of trying to make the argument. I'm hoping that I will be able to do so eventually that if the FMSF, the lid is completely blown on that irrefutably McMartin Presidio Franklin. I mean, I don't know how else for people to understand that Franklin was real or not, but those things. And then what's going on right now that I've been working on with, uh, with child protective services and the foster care system. Yeah. That's it. Because then everybody will realize that this has all been run by the government from day one. Yep. And that all that satanic panic stuff, all of it, those thousands of families who were a part of the false memory syndrome foundation, they weren't victims. The children were. Yeah. But those families, those parents weren't victims. And you just let the news tell you what to think. And this is why we have such a, excuse my language, but such a fucking problem here is because, you know, if we could get this thing under control, and I'm talking about the abuse of kids, mental health, how much would that improve? How much would crime improve? It's, it's because most people don't want to hear the stuff that you're putting out. That's the problem. They want to brush it under the rug. They don't want to hear this stuff, but people need to hear it because kids are being hurt. And these are, this is our future. You know, we have to take care of our children, period. I don't even have kids. And so I don't understand why people don't care, you know, but yeah. again, now I kind of do because, you know, there's people out here who were like, oh, no, that was just uh, a bunch of like crazy Christians in the 80s and the 90s and whatever. And, you know, we have Netflix and, you know, Hulu and this and that and Oxygen coming out with these documentaries about how none of it was real. And it's like. How many times can they tell the same story over and over again and no buddy says a thing especially people with a big platform you know how do you not question it it's a disgrace it's yeah. a it's a and and this whole like false memory thing this is a complete stain on the medical community and it's a stain on the psychiatric community um and it is something that i believe that the psychiatric community and the medical community as a whole needs to atone for in a very deep way because besides the past three years uh, yeah. This is the other. These two are equally equal. And they'll never. Attend. In their own ways. Yeah. The damage that they've caused in their own ways, they're equal. Yeah. Because we don't know the damage that was caused by the False Memory Syndrome Foundation. Because how many people were shut up? Right. How many people were gaslit? But why is it in the NSA archives about Sidney Gottlieb? And Martin Orn from the False Memory Syndrome Foundation fucking around with radiation therapy and mind control and sexual abuse and pain and torture of children from 1966 to 1976. Dr. Cameron. Why is no one talking about that? Probably because a lot of people don't know about it, to be honest with you. 
Because well, basically right now, you're about the only one who's putting any of this kind of stuff out. I mean, I know um, Whitney Webb, she's, I like Whitney. Some people say she's a, a shill or whatever they want to say, but um, I happen to, I happen to think different of Whitney. Um, let, me, let me try to get a hold really, of Whitney. There's really nobody talking about this stuff. That's part of the problem because they don't want to talk about it. She's like computer brained, right? Like I'm a huge fan of her and she's such a wealth of knowledge. And uh, I've been told that I need to dumb myself down a little bit so that people will listen to kind of get the message out. And that that's so. why people don't listen to uh, Whitney as much. And again, you know, some of these topics, I can't give a full forensic because it is too much information. It's too much, especially like for this one crowd that I am doing this project for, you know, I can't overwhelm them with the MK doctors and all of that on top of the Scientology, you know, it's, it's too right. much. I don't want to lose the plot, but um, I, I can't dumb this stuff down <coughs> because this is still going on. I just, I can't. How dumb, how how watered down, how dumbed down does it have to be for you to understand? Mind control. Mind control. A real thing. That's it. Not not even just mind control. It's the mind control, the sexual abuse, the torture. Um, Trauma-based mind, trauma mind control. That's what it and is. And the government turning around and these doctors, including Jolly, creating, they see Pamela and Peter Freyd starting the false memory syndrome foundation and here goes the money for the pr machine and what's her face i can't elizabeth i can't think of her last name you know she she was a, a witness for Ghislaine and for um ted bundy and oj i'm not kidding oh, i know i know like <laughs> but you tell the the average person that Just tell me you don't care because then I'll just move on. Tell me that you don't care. Tell me that you don't care that people are going to wake up one day and their retirement's going to be gone and their house is going to get foreclosed on and the government's going to show up and CPS is going to come and take their kids and that they've been doing this the entire time. And your money that you worked really hard for that was supposed to go to your family has been funding this the entire time because this is a psychological and spiritual war on innocent people and then the military industrial complex which is the physical war on whoever the hell we decide that uh needs democracy this week right, right. right. so it's every single level that we're being hit but the source is the exact same and it's the government. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. But happy 4th of July, right? Happy Jaws Day. So <laughs> I'd rather celebrate the cinematic masterpiece known as Jaws than our fake independence. Um, yeah, I as far as the 4th goes, it's it's just a day for me to spend uh some time with my kids and my wife. Um, you know, it, it's, so I don't really take it to the, to the extreme, like, you know, like most people do. Um, it's, 
You I just know. like to you like to blow up the neighbors' mailboxes. You know, well, well, like yeah, sometimes. You sure. know, it's all in good fun. It's yeah, I'll put I'll put a new box back there for them. I promise. Smoke <laughs> bombs, whatever. Yeah. 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 Um. So. Steven Spielberg directed Jaws, right? Please don't ruin this, Dana. I like the movie Jaws. Let's just keep it at that. Yes, Steven Spielberg did that movie. I know. Believe me, I I know the rest of it. So how has your holiday been, Dana? I'm just saying that uh, after Presidio, he bought Presidio, and that well, was well. George through, Lucas, uh, George Lucas bought Presidio, I believe. Oh, it is a different person. I didn't ruin anything. Well, I don't Steven know who these Spiel people are. I've never well, seen Ste Star Wars. Well, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas created Indiana Jones together, so you're not off. I just thank you I, for correcting me. I, I didn't just, ruin anything. You can still enjoy your Jaws. It's the Star Wars stuff. I've never <laughs> seen them. You're but saying when I found out a. When I found out Presidio, I was like, I'm now never going to watch those movies. You've so. never seen Jaws? No, I've seen Jaws. I haven't oh, seen okay. Star Wars. You're not missing much. We'll just watch Back to the Future. That's all. <laughs> Please don't tell me something about Back to the Future. because I don't have literally... anything to offer. Okay. okay. Because I have, I have the nothing flux. to offer. I literally have the flux capacitor from Back to the Future right there. I don't give oh, a That's flux. awesome. So, because I'm a nerd, but not like Bill Gates, because I have no money. Right, Tom? Me too. Yeah, there you go. I'm married to one of the biggest nerds on the face of this earth, so I'm cool with it. There you go. See? This is what nerds do on the 4th of July. We talk about right. the government, like, uh, trafficking kids. And yeah, I was West, talking being about a torturer and a psychopath. Yeah. And uh, having a good laugh about Jolly being a civil rights activist. I mean, when I heard that, I was like, I had to get up and walk away. I was like, there's no way that this is coming out of someone's mouth right now. This is completely right. insane. It's completely right. insane That's to me. First I've ever heard of that. <laughs> I'll send that. you. I'll send it to you guys. I will send it to you, and you can watch it, and you can get a good laugh because yeah. uh, Jolly is called one of the most brilliant minds that this man has ever encountered, as as well as Margaret Singer. <sighs> please don't. It's send real me. wacky. Don't send that to me, please. I'll watch it. Send me Jaws. Yeah, just two. watch it. It's just him talking. That's all. It's just him talking. No, I, I'll watch it. I want to see what. No, Steve I'll watch it too. Now. But I, as long as Dana, you promise you watch Jaws four: The Revenge, because it involves okay. it involves voodoo. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> it's the dumbest movie, but it's the funnest. <laughs> goes, I'm down literally with that. goes to the Bahamas to kill the rest of the Brody family. Because that's a great white sharks are known to do. Wow. Who knew sharks like, were so Tom, determined? Like, I don't give a shit about Jaws. <laughs> no, I'll watch it. I used to like, Jaws used to be my favorite ride at Universal when I was a kid. Mine was Back to the Future. Back Jaws to the was Future was very fun. Jaws was number two, though. See, I'm a little bit older, so I'm going to say Star Wars because I was oh, a little come kid. Come on, say Jaws. Oh, I do, when I was a little kid and those movies came out, that was like, yeah. oh. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. What about yeah. Michael Keaton as Batman? I like Michael Keaton as Batman too, but oh, I was okay. a little right. kid when when Star Wars came out, so that was like the shit. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. I can't imagine years. how mind blowing that was. Oh, it was. It was yeah. I mean, 
we had never seen anything like that before on the movie screen. So more sense. <laughs> I know the music. Yeah, I don't know. So, so what are you working on right now, Dana? This, unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> you sound very enthusiastic, but I understand. Well, that. I don't want to do it, you know. I, know I mean, I do, I... but I I don't. I feel like I've been kind of, and maybe I haven't, maybe I'm being hard on myself, but I kind of feel like I've been put into a corner where I need to uh, present, you know, as many facts, make it visible for everybody. Um, but, you know, the Jolly West is just the tip of the iceberg to me. I'm, I'm going to go through all of it but i mean this is this is my number one priority right now because i just you know when you get that feeling that something's wrong and you can't quite figure out what it is just okay. like i did with this stuff going on in utah and scotland yeah. right and i was right i've been right so far so you know with this um and especially because they're coming after Tony and, you know, Tony, I didn't ask him to, but, you know, he went on there and basically told everybody that, like, he would destroy the sun if they messed with me <laughs> because, you know, I've put out facts and nobody has I gotta apologized. Look more into, I got to look more into his work. I, I thought he was, like, pretty close with Sam Tripoli and everything at one time. That's... I'm not sure because I have a relation. I had a relationship for very briefly with Sam Tripoli, so I don't know what to think about Sam Tripoli. To be honest, I don't. But Tony, though, I don't do boy drama. Boy drama is very different than girl drama. You know, uh, it's fine. But um... no, what I'm saying, I've heard he had some good work before. I just, I there's so many well, hours. A comedian. What's that? He's a comedian. Zero Dark Tony is he a comedian? Mm, Are you well, talking about Tripoli? His page is parody, so there is some parody oh, on there, okay. but he is a really good investigator. He's yeah, had yeah. I'm uh, not, some bit. I'm not limiting him to just, but I no, think no, 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 no. He does do but, he, but he does he does funny stuff. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He he does you know parody stuff, but you know he's had some pretty big names on there, and he's mm -hmm. interviewed. I think like Whitney Webb was one of them. Right? I think he interviewed. I think Peter Nygaard's son. For like four hours. Oh, okay. And Whitney, Whitney you know, Webb too, right? We all know who Peter Nygaard is, right? Yeah. So, don't need to talk about that because I don't want to. Because right. um, that's like uh, the worst of the worst. Um, yeah. So it's it's kind of a different mix. Um, but you know, he was involved with Scientology for a time, and he kind of brings a different perspective, and he has a big audience. But you know, I. He stood up for me and I stood up for him today, but now I want to see this through because it's just these people coming in, waving their degrees or their education, thinking that it's going to scare me. And I'm here to tell you that it's not. Okay. I don't care what degree you have. I don't care question. where you worked. I don't care about any of it because I know about the satanic panic. I know what the false memory syndrome foundation is. And it wasn't just this weird little aberration in time. Nope. It waged psychological warfare on a generation of children and silenced them and created further generations of more victims because those issues were not resolved. Right. More problems, more pain and more misery for generations, decades. And yeah. Decades. Yeah. And, you know, just hailing Jolly as a hero. 
it's yeah. it's really insane it's really insane to think that anyone would idolize uh jolly or hail him as a hero and just my personal two cents you know uh, unless you I would imagine that I would only hail him as that if I had similar proclivities as Mr. West did, you know, as far as gaslighting people, torture, what have you. Because like I said, they just want to focus on Patty Hearst. And it's like, "Mm, that's a bit of a reach, honey. And he had dealings with Squeaky Frog, Jack Ruby, Timothy McVeigh, Sirhan Sirhan. Yeah, quite a she few talks, uh, Wendy Painting talks about Sirhan in the book that, you know, there's not necessarily a direct tie from Jolly to him, but the person that was under him directly, who was a CIA funded hypnotist, yeah. he bragged about hypnotizing Sirhan. Period. You know about Sirhan, right, Tom? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know, it's this is a man who is an example of the American institution and the absolute havoc that it can wreak on history. Because think about it, JFK, yep. RFK. And then we move through Manson, yep. Timothy McVeigh. Patty Hearst. Okay. Was All a part of it, of it, man. Yeah. All, and then the false memory syndrome foundation, like that's the kicker for me. Because he didn't have to be there. He didn't have to be present. That was in but the this 19- foundation just 19- running gambit all over the country. Getting all these proselytizers. So if these people don't want to be found, why are they keeping records? <laughs> well. What do you mean? Well, I'm, I'm sure they're keeping records on what they're doing, right? To these kids and other people. You know, like medical stuff. So, in the older cases that I've looked at, and, you know, obviously McGowan talks about, and then this 60 Minutes thing that I found from Australia, you know, these are parents who, when these allegations started coming out, some of the children went straight to the parents, but some of the parents would ask the kids, and so they would take them to the hospital. And so, where these medical records are coming from. Ralph Underwager was directly responsible for those kids not being able to testify in Australia and the medical records not being shown in court. And guess what? In that case in Australia, it talks about how at the preschool, those kids talked about being taken away from school to special parties. Boy, doesn't that sound familiar? Yeah. Doesn't that sound like McMartin? Through the tunnels, yeah, and then onto airplanes all over the country. Yeah. But doesn't that sound familiar? Yeah. Why? Why do? With, why are with, we so with the Franklin? With Franklin, huh? right? You're, yeah, you're with Franklin, Franklin too. The um, the finders. That reminds me of that. Reminds me of Presidio. Um. So I've been. I told you guys I've been digging through the newspaper archives, and so I've been specifically looking also at the False Memory Syndrome Foundation. You know, because. It had this period where it like blew up and then that's where it became very well known and all of its funding. And there are articles out there and 
they're very hard to find, but there are professionals in the field who basically say, uh, why is no one questioning this? Since when do we assume that child victims are liars, especially in this amount? How dare you accuse and act like these things don't happen? Uh, you know, basically stating that uh, the False Memory Syndrome Foundation at that time was, you know, in my words, the rotten fruit of a society that wasn't willing to look in the face a very ugly problem. There and you it go. just so happened to coincide with, you know, the satanic ritual abuse stuff. I don't know. What's funny how they, they, they think that these kids just made these stories up or what, you know, what they were telling their parents and stuff that they were being sexually abused and, and, yeah. and, and tortured. And it's like, kids don't just make stuff up like that. Bingo. There's been cops that have said that there's been lawyers that have said that there's been doctors that have said that psychotherapists that they're like, no. Oh, cause no. I know when I was a kid, I wasn't thinking about anything like that. Correct. And these kids have details of things that they just wouldn't know. Right. They wouldn't know unless something happened. Right. So no, it wasn't implanted in their mind. It wasn't a false memory. It's uh, like I said, it's, it is a stain, honestly, on our country as a whole. Uh, and, you know, shame on the United States media and good on Australia because that guy had a brass set on him going to talk to Ralph Underwager and Ralph Underwager is screaming at him outside, calling him a bastard. And it's like, well, you know, um, Mr. Underwager, you and your wife were interviewed for Padika back in the 90s. And you said that you were a theologian <laughs> and that as a theologian, pedophiles should get to choose who they love. Yeah, that's in writing. This was someone who was a professional witness in a child sex abuse case who was a founding member of the False Memory Syndrome Foundation. So I imagine that I won't stay on YouTube for too long and my reasoning, because I won't go into these deep dives on Tony's channel, because again, I have to consider the audience. But on my channel, I'm not going to censor myself. I will say the word pedophile because it should make people uncomfortable. It yeah. should make them cringe. It's very important. You need to hear it. You need to, your toes need to curl. And, you know, the hair on, on the back of your neck needs to stand up. Period. Yes. Because oh, these I'm, people aren't smarter than you. They're not smarter than me. No. They like to act like they are. Period. They were so smart, they wouldn't leave a trail. Yeah. You know. Hey, Tom, it, I think they're so brazen, they don't give a shit. No, I just think they're that dumb, Chris, to be honest with you. I think they're that brazen, too. They don't give a no, shit. No, absolutely. That goes no right. Nothing's going to happen to them. They yeah. Know so... The, the Jolly West thing, I know I'm like bouncing around, whatever. So uh, there was a like county hall sort of thing about the violence center because people were very upset when they found out about it because what he wanted to do, he was under, so he was under investigation by the FBI for making false claims to the VA 
because he was taking care of veterans, what he was doing was feeding them alcohol and meth. And, uh, you know, whoever didn't, his plan was whoever didn't last, they would just kind of kick them over the edge. And the rest that did, they would put them into a separate home. And what they wanted to do, it was with this big oil magnate. And I'm going to put all this on my YouTube for anybody that's curious. But he was going to get together with this big oil magnate. And they were going to create from where these uh, veterans lived. Basically, this isolated sort of community. That was VA property. So that's fraud. Um, and that's where they were going to put these black kids and put the chips in their brain. So at this city hall sort of meeting, people brought up about them doing psychosurgery on patients and prisoners and kids and the brain chips. And Jolly's like, that paper wasn't meant to be seen by people outside of this town. And it's been taken out of context. I would say that you're gaslighting people and you think that your audience is stupid. They don't need a medical degree to read in between the lines. Because that sounds like some Nazi medicine to me. Right. That sounds like Neuralink to me, Dana. <laughs> oh, Chris, you're right on the money, honey, because it is. Yeah. I saw this incredible meme a couple of weeks ago. God, it was so good. It really made my day. Um, and it's basically this uh, this patient of an ethnicity waking up and Elon sitting there. And he says, how do you feel? And he says, Elon, I, I know I didn't have breakfast this morning, but I feel full. I can't believe it. And he's like, you didn't have breakfast. And the guy's like crying happily. Like, I know. And Elon's just sitting there smiling. Like, yeah, that's the kind of technology that they're trying to do. I'm sorry. Well, they want to predict, they want to predict your violence because of your race. Yeah. <laughs> How long ago was that guys? That was literally in the seventies that the, and, and they are at least, 20 to 30 years ahead of what they show us, right? So oh, God yeah. only knows oh, yeah. what they DARPA, have now. DARPA on average is about 30 to 50 years ahead of what the public knows. Yeah. Well, BlackRock just came out and said they have 50 people chipped. Oh, yeah, I know. I saw uh, that BlackRock has a brain chip and I'm like, wow, uh, good luck. Have fun well, with your BlackRock brain chip. I think it was last year, Jason. Do you know who Jason Burmis is? I think so. Okay, well, he's on Rockfin. But he's anyway. one of the loose change guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he uh, had uh, posted something on there on his channel, and it was a kind of like a TED Talks thing. And they had this guy up there, and he was basically coming out and telling all these elites that they have at least 200,000 people shipped right now. So I'm thinking you could probably double that because you know the dude ain't going to tell you the truth. Right, Tom, it's about five million the last time I checked. Well, I'm just according to his number to right. his, you know, agency or whoever he works for. You know, right, right. I, uh, I literally refuse to get any sort of surgery ever again in my life. I hate to say that. 
I hate to say that I don't trust the field that I worked very, very hard to get into. Um, but I just feel like everything has been so tainted by greed and money. And there's been no acknowledgement of the things that have gone on the past couple of years and what's been done in Africa leading up to that and what they're doing in Africa now. Um, I just, yeah. Uh, if I die, feed me, throw me out in the, uh, in the dumpster or feed me to the raccoons, you know, cause I, I don't want surgery. I don't want any of that. I, I just don't trust it because I don't know. Nobody knows which hospitals are contracted because they're not going to tell you if they're contracted through the government. I just, I don't buy into it at all. Well, I'd go as far as to say you should probably not get any injections either. Yeah, I know. Um, I used to get like Botox and lip fillers regularly for a really long time. And now I won't, I haven't in a couple of years because I'm kind of freaked out of what they may or may not be putting in that. So I used to get them in my buttocks, as they call it. <laughs> could, could probably refrain, you know. Were you no. to get a bigger butt? Yeah, as big as I can get it, buddy. Just kick on the Sir Mix a lot, yeah. baby got back. <laughs> <laughs> so I can so I can scare everyone in the neighborhood, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well that sounds like fun. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, it gets old after a while. After like two hours. Why not? Yeah, I'm kind of screwed because uh, yeah, I won't get any major procedures as long as I have a say in it. And I probably need them. <laughs> well, just remember, even if you have a DNR or a do not intubate, it doesn't matter. It's not a legally binding document. Anyone can show up and say, I'm a third cousin that I haven't seen in 30 years work them and we have to so it doesn't matter well it makes it feel better yeah it's an unfortunate reality <laughs> well I, I will say though it's uh, nice if you have somebody in that room to watch them because you, uh, you, you need to yeah my wife uh, saved my father-in-law about four times in the hospital because he, he recently just had a heart attack and uh for one, they try to double dose him with, uh, cause he, he takes insulin mm -hmm. and had my wife not been there, they would have killed him because another nurse came in like 10 minutes later to give him more insulin. And my wife was like, Hey, wait a minute. He just got a shot. And that, so basically the nurse kind of like shut her mouth and ran out the, out of the, out of the room. And then my wife said she never saw that nurse again. And she was there for like 12 days. I always tell my patients and their family members, cause they'll ask like, you know, you can tell like sometimes family members are nervous, like, you know, about asking. And I say, Oh no, someone should be here, please. You know, um, my wife I, hit that, that button they have, you know, to bring in the special part people or whatever the case was. Yeah. The, the nurse and the, the nurses weren't willing to do that. My wife went over there and hit that thing because because the, the old man was turning gray and he was dying. Wow! So it was like four or five times she she saved his life because they were not taking adequate care of him at all. I would assume that he was not in an ICU. 
I can't say for sure. I would have to go ask my wife. She she knows. I'm better. just curious. Yeah, That's, uh... I can go ask. Give me a second. Everyone's left me. She says he was in the cardiac ICU. Um, but I think the problem was, is like, uh, we lost a lot of nurses here in Oregon over, um, during the COVID thing. And a lot of these nurses were super new to what they were doing and probably yeah. weren't yeah. familiar. Yeah. Well, that has been an unfortunate, uh, consequence of the past couple of years because, you know, I remember when I was new, but I had the oldies with me. I right. had them nurses that they were old and they were mean, but I would always bring them a pack of cigarettes right, right. and a coffee. And that's how like, yo, I'm like, we linked up. Like, we're good. I yeah. you can yell at me all you want. I don't care. Just teach me how to do this well. Right. And, um, and they did, you know, and then I earned their respect. Uh, it's really hard to find, uh, staff that you have a couple of people on one shift that have, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. It's really hard. Well, there was one, one of the head nurses there. She caught on to my wife real quick that my wife wasn't joking around with her father-in-law or with her dad, that she was trying to keep him alive. Um, and she kind of, she kind of, you know, kept certain nurses away and you know what I mean? Um, but see, like, I feel like that's really sad. I feel like that's sad because what about the people like, like your wife sounds like an amazing daughter and it's like, what about the people that don't have somebody like that? I That's and they waste away. They yeah. just waste away. I've seen it time and time again, where someone's not there to, you know, advocate for somebody. And it's like, you know, how, how much they're, money they're is rolling through this? You know, how much money is rolling through just this one person and how many times does this happen? How many times are family members gaslit? How many times are patients gaslit and you right. know, told that their questions aren't relevant or, you know, they're completely blown off? And uh, I just, I, like I said, something changed during COVID and I don't know what it was. Because it wasn't like this before right. COVID. It, if it was, it wasn't where I was at. And it was something that I respected. I was proud of. And I wish that I could remember the moment that the tide turned. I would say that it was the day that I woke up and the PPE guidelines from the CDC changed three times before I went into work that night. You know, uh, that was when I was like, what have we been doing this entire time? Right. You know, that you guys have to sign off once a year and, you know, I have to be, uh, you know, checked off on all these different things. And this is supposed to be like evidence-based medicine. Well, it turns out that evidence-based medicine is also a crock of shit. Excuse my language. So, uh, you know, it's, but, the, but this is one of the pillars, right? This is the pharma industrial complex. Yeah, they killed my grandfather. They put him on the ventilator. He had pneumonia. I know. I yep. know. I'm sorry. No, you didn't do it. <laughs> I'm just saying people are evil. There's there's you know? not gonna be it. There's not gonna be a day of reckoning. 
for yeah. anyone. There's not going to be a Nuremberg 2.0 because Nuremberg 1.0 wasn't real. And right. if you have some sort of value to the government, to the military, to whoever uh, has, you know, to the largest bidder, the largest bidder wins, right? Um, if you have some sort of value, then the, your crimes against people can be overlooked because yep. you are serving a greater purpose in their eyes. Um, and, yep. you know, I, I brought this up the other day. It's like, do we throw the baby out with the bathwater? I know that uh, my CPR protocol, especially in the ICU, if you go into cardiac arrest, I have to do hypothermia where I freeze you and then I slowly warm you back up. I'm well aware that that was a Nazi experiment. I know it's where that came from specifically. Right. So do we throw the baby out with the bathwater? I don't know. That's a really hard question to answer. Right. And it has a lot of implications, social, ethical, moral everything it would change everything if we threw the baby out with the bathwater. so it's not we we may never get to an answer for that but we need to be able to talk about these things we need to be able to talk with each other about these things we can each learn something and we need to figure out what's going on so that this kind of stuff never happens again absolutely because it's going to yeah, it's absolutely know, you, going to. You're probably more optimistic than I am, but ever since 9-11, nothing's going to change. Nothing. I, I still have hope in people. I'll be honest with you. I, I do. know, Tom, and I appreciate that. So do I. You, so do I. I. I have a glimmer of hope. I do have a glimmer of hope, and maybe it's because I see people at their absolute worst, um, yeah. and I still see them, you know, like a little, a little old person could be having like the worst time. And when they say thank you to me, it just like crushes my soul. And I'm like walking out of the room, like trying not to cry. Like, don't say thank you, you know? So it's like those little glimmers of hope. Um, but I think that the only way that that hope stays alive is that people talk about it and that right. other people know that there's other people thinking about it. It's important to some of us. We don't know how to fix it. We don't know what to do. But, you know, there's going to be a day, whenever that day is, where they're going to come in and they're going to just flip the switch on the old internet, right? And it's all going to go away. So we got to talk about this now. Yeah. We got to talk about it now. We got to try to figure out something now. Oh, it's coming. They are going to flip coming. that switch eventually. It is coming. And if you guys don't mind really quick while we're on the topic, yeah, because please. I didn't really yeah. get to finish it last time. Um, well, not didn't get to, but we just started talking about other Dana, stuff. as long as um, you want to go, let's go. Let's <laughs> this is what I'm doing on my 4th of July. Nothing. Um, <laughs> well, so the, well, I mean, like my day, my day. <laughs> I, I just happened to not look like a homeless troll because I was yelling at ex-scientologists on YouTube right before this. So that was the only reason. But um, so, you know, I had told you that it was actually Tony that said that he thought that my experience on the road was, you know, an experiment. And so my first job, it was up north. And my second job down in Georgia. Both times. uh pretty much like all of my patients were African-American. And that's why he thinks that I was involved in an experiment yeah. because everyone died. Oh, everyone, everyone. 
and I was in KKK country and in uh, up north. I almost said the state and I don't want to. Um, they actually ended up on the news after I left for what was charged ultimately as uh, racially motivated neglect that killed two women. One was young in that hospital. That. I could believe that, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just letting people know that uh, I saw that and I went through that and I did everything that I could. Um, and I did get a doctor fired and banned um, after getting yeah. cussed out and told that I'm just a stupid fucking nurse and I need to learn my place. Yes, whatever. But, uh, um, you know, Meanwhile, I, I saw the back looking up a, a computer to diagnose somebody. Right. Yeah. I've talked to those yeah. people. So, he know. didn't he didn't know what he was doing, and that's what made him angry. <clears throat> and you know, I looked at him and I said, I'm not going to do what you're asking me to do because I know what's gonna happen to my patient, because I've been trying to warn you for five days in a row now, and now we're here at the place that I brought up on day one that I didn't yeah. want to end up at. Um and they ended up siding with me. The hospital sided with me, which is very rare because remember, I was a traveler. I was not staff. So right. I was just a contract person. They could have just sent me on my way. Right. But they right. fired that doctor. So, right. um, but I did see the different type of treatment that certain ethnicities got. And whether it was on purpose or not, uh, the way that that was set up, I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, it's going to happen again, man. Well, we got the the mosquitoes flying around now. They got malaria going on, right? Apparently. Bill Gates released a bunch of mosquitoes here. Why does someone fucking string him up right now? Because there's somebody pulling his strings, Chris. I know. Correct. Correct. And then there's somebody pulling their strings. Correct. So, bingo. Because I would argue, because me and Tom have talked about this like a little bit, but I would argue, you know, uh, is the ancestry of Mr. Gates accurate? Or was there a name change at some point? There always is. Because I feel like he's one of these dynasty families. Oh, I say, okay. No, I'm were... talking. I'm talking about like different dynasty families. All right, I thought you were globally hinting at you know something else. Okay. So just so everybody knows, Anthony Blinken, our uh, secretary or defense guy or whatever he is, his uh, last name is not Blinken. His last name is Passar. He was raised by the Passar family. Oh, where do they hail from? They're one of the 13 bloodlines, brother. Okay. <clears throat> Out of the Venetian black nobility. Yeah. So I've done a little. <laughs> and I, that's where things get really hairy because <laughs> nobody wants to talk about this. No, they don't. Nobody well, wants to say, talk about it. Let's just say uh, Sam Tripoli brought that name up in one of his podcasts at one time, and he had to pull that podcast because they sent him some emails. So, well, 
you know, I would argue that between the black nobility and the great white brotherhood, uh, we're not allowed to say a lot of things because of these heritage dynasty families. There's a lot of things that are taboo. And it's like, why? Why can't we talk about history if you're not misrepresenting it? Or if you're not trying to put an advantage? So they can huh. get rid of that. <laughs> I said that's why we have a reset every 80 years so they can get rid of that history. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... Uh, I, I don't know. There's these things, these things are not random. And, you know, I think that that's part of their, I think that that's been part of their mission since day one is to, you know, whether it's the random nerd, you know, who pulled himself up by his bootstraps or, you know, this, you know, I, f I found, I found money randomly somewhere, whatever, you yeah. know, uh, <laughs> or I'm just born into money. And I just happen to be in the right place at the right time to just completely monopolize whatever it may be. Um, no. Elon, Elon, Bill, Zuckerberg. They I, think that's all... a, I think that Zuck is completely irrelevant. And that's just my personal opinion. Right. Because the fact that uh, the life log, you know, and They're, alphabet. That's what I'm saying. They were all given backstories that are not true. Clone. I think that Elon's family, though, is Elon's family is something to look at, though. They had to 100 percent. They had to escape from Canada for a reason to go to South Africa. I His thought it family was is something around. to look at. But never mind. I don't know. Maybe what is it, Tom? I thought it was the other way around. But maybe. no, I thought they escaped to South Africa from Canada. Oh, his, his mother was into some I don't really pay attention to that kind of, you know what I mean? Frankly, it, it, it's boring to me, but because I, I don't know, I see it for what it is, you know? Well, I, the only reason that Elon really interests me um, is because of the Epstein stuff and because of the, you know, the correlation that I see between Neuralink and what Epstein was trying to do in the British Virgin Islands with his whole, Transhumanism. Uh, you he, know, wanted, he wanted to see kids. the whole planet, right? He wanted to see the whole planet with his. No, no, no. I'm not just talking about that. I'm oh, talking okay. about the. So it's the Southern Trust. Yeah, Southern Trust. Yeah. And it was um, basically like, you know, the online Khan Academy that they, I don't know if they have it anymore, but it was kind of like an online yeah. program. Um, he wanted to find gifted kids particularly autistic on the spectrum and put chips in them and customize the AI and then have these kids run the AI. Yeah, Sounds like Neuralink to me. Yeah. So I think that something happened to Epstein that's involving one of these big tech big wigs. And I think that Epstein as well, because um, I mean, whatever, like we know, we know Ghislaine's backstory. We know Robert Maxwell. Uh, it still kind of blows my mind that people uh, look at me like I have five heads when I tell them about the Maxwell scientific publishing racket. It shocks me how many people don't know about that. Well, here's the other thing, too, is they don't look into the backgrounds of the other kids that are in that family. 
You mean correct? You mean Ghislaine's sister that could change her uh, accent all the time on the drop of a dime? Oh, Isabel? Yeah, yeah. the one that's she's friends southern, with Bill Gates. She's a southern Belle, one minute, and then she's English, another minute, and, and she her. sits on the board of the WEF. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're all that's, nightmares. They're that's literally a CIA nightmares. Family, and they have those in the CIA where the whole family are assets. That's a good example right there. I know they say, well, no, it's MI6 and all that. It's the same thing. Same all those agencies so work together yeah. anyway. I know. They do. I mean, he was he was Mossad. Yeah. Yeah. He was Mossad. He was working MI6. Like, right. you know, they're, it's all very incestuous, all of these intelligence agencies. There's a lot of incest going on interagency-wise. Um, and I think that they do that on purpose so that you don't know who's coming or going you know, um, and, you know, it's like the Maxwell empire wasn't from him being a like marketing sort of, uh, you know, whatever it was from the scientific peer review publishing. That's where that money came from. People sure as shit don't want to hear that today because everybody wants to go peer review, peer review. I want to see a peer reviewed article. And I look at people today and I say that argument means jack to me because I know where peer review came from. And there have been scientists that have spoken out and said that it should be made a public scandal and that it is criminal and that it actually holds back science. It's basically the mafia of scientific publishing brought to you by Ghislaine's father, Robert, <laughs> who also took, uh, uh, also took Scientology courses. FYI, Robert Maxwell. That's yeah. And then they drowned his ass off the yacht. Yep. But I digress. I could sit here and ramble on about pedophiles and globalists and the false memory syndrome foundation. And now, unfortunately, I have found myself entangled in a web with Scientology, but we're going to go there. So I'm just wondering why Universal Studios would not greenlight a Jaws 5 when there was perfectly good plot lines out there, like a school of sharks attacking Amity all at the same time. <laughs> it happened in 1996. But no one did anything about it. And now they just got I, the wrong person in there, Chris. We got to get you in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the time has come and passed. So. No, no, it hasn't. I'm 35 years old. A man just left me because he said he doesn't care about kids getting hurt. There's more time. We're doing all of this. Okay. But did he believe that Back to the Future 4 was feasible now? Now that half the cast is dead. No, we got to stop with, I mean, okay, you want your Jaws, that's fine. You get your yeah, Jaws. We're not doing any more remakes, though. To my we can clone those people that have that are dead, right? And put them in Back to the Future 4? Absolutely. Why not? Well, what's the, no. the plot line going to be now? They Doc already went back to the Old West with Clara Clayton and his two kids. Jules, Jules oh, and is Nazi technology boys. We're not cloning anybody. The Back to the Future. That's Indiana Jones. No. Which is out right now, which I, I don't the know. La the lady knows. doth protest too much. Okay. No, Whoa. we're not doing that. <laughs> How can people f help you out with the Instagram situation if you want to? I'm actually that. free from prison. Okay. All hail the algorithm. Um, so they let me out and that's fine. Really? It probably won't last. Yeah. Oh, I, oh. well, I sent my thing in for review. I'm like, I want a human to review this because this is total BS. They said I couldn't make money. 
hey, guess what, guys? I've never gotten a penny for any of my work. I've done all of this for free, okay? Yep. But, you know, Instagram threatened my money. And I'm like, well, dang, if I was making a lot of money, this would be really <laughs> devastating. Um, and it took them like 72 hours to review it. And then they said, oh, it doesn't contain any misinformation. Yeah, I'm aware because I don't play that game. Um, well, good. So then it should be all set back up, right? For you to use. Yeah, it no, it's all fine. It's all fine. But I oh, want to oh, just get onto okay. a format where I can do like longer streams where I can show right. the information as I'm going through it. I'm still going to finish PTK in the format that I have, but I'm now also going to do when I'm done with the false memory thing and Jolly, I am going to go through Presidio and McMartin. Um, that that way people can just, you know, see it for what it is. So I'm going to basically make a PowerPoint of Dave's work. I can't wait until you get on to something like Wagging the Moon Doggy because that has humor to I've it. I've already started reading it. No, but he makes me laugh in that. Oh, and no, he's absolutely hilarious. And it has no he's, child he's great. stuff in it. And it no, no, no. I've, I've read some of it, and it's fantastic. And I've also read some of his 9-11 stuff. Um, and his 9-11 yeah. stuff is... Yeah. Uh, Dang, that has aged. Chef's kiss, you know? It's like... <laughs> he raised a couple, a bunch of good points in my mind that I still bring up, like the jump seat policy, the guns that were... He, he raised amazing points. And uh, yeah. when you brought up Wagging the Moon Doggy the first time, you know, and then we, like, changed it to a different subject, I didn't get to tell you. I don't think we went to the moon. So as soon as you said that he wrote about that, I was like, hell yeah, I'm all on it. Because I would love to hear his take. He even said, believe... he goes, he, people back then were telling him, you're nuts if you if you cover that. I'm going to leave you. Like, he had readers at, at, to his website. People still, people still uh, will completely write you off as a completely crazy person. Yeah, and Dave was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. And he pointed out all the absurdities in it. And I love it. I, I don't know. I someone don't know. has to, you know, uh, yeah. someone has to get these things out there for posterity, for time, you know, that way these things last over time. Um, yeah. But the whole like, you know, we we just went to the moon and we've never been back. And, you know, people didn't have TVs, so they were just listening, like, by the radio, you know, and it was basically like this uh, mass ritual, one might argue, while all these yeah. other really dark things are going on in the world. In Vietnam, uh, yeah, at the same time, Vietnam yeah. was going on. Yeah, Distractions, absolutely. anybody? Distractions yeah. like Ukraine war and COVID? Distractions, anybody? It's always yeah, the no. same shit, like, uh, you know. It's mass rituals. It's mass rituals. It's mass sacrifices. Um, yeah. And someone reached out to me last night because, you know, whatever. Like, I have to approach some of these things, you know, with some hesitancy because I don't know if people have ill intent. But um, so far, that hasn't happened. But someone did reach out to me and is asking me to come on and talk with them because I believe that this AI, the brain chip stuff, whatever, um, there's got there's there's got to be some ritual involved right because not everybody's going to survive that elon killed all the monkeys and then contaminated the brain chips so they couldn't be tested so that we don't know why it didn't work and the fda still green lighted that um well apparently there's been some stuff going on in the bahamas that are uh linked to some ritual stuff 
which I have suspected from the get-go. Period. In the Bahamas? So in my video series that I did the last one on PTK, because sometimes yeah. I just need to kind of like fill the screen with a visual, right, of a relevant topic. I don't have 30 different like book covers about, you know, McMartin, whatever. Um, it got, there was a ton of stuff that came up about all of these brass uh, ritual murders, like mass murders in the Bahamas within the past like four months that these I bodies are being found, these graves. Oh. Full disclosure, I missed your last one. I mean, I think I retweeted it, but I meant to watch it. So it's fine. You read PTK, you know his work. Well, yeah, it's yeah, fine. But I'm just saying when I look that up, so this is confirmed in my mind because I remember seeing that when I was looking it up. Um that there was massive, massive amounts of human remains. And it was all, they were very clear about it, that it was ritual. It showed signs of ritual abuse. This is the dark arts, man. It sounds to me like the Bahamas is hopping for all this kind of stuff because they got a cult on an island that clones people. Yeah, well, it's really interesting. Stephen Deckoff just bought uh, both of Jeffrey Epstein's islands. He's this big wig financial consultant. Um, and he says that he's going to turn uh, the house where the children were trafficked and raped. He's going to turn it into a resort. Sure he is. He's going to turn it into a resort so he can continue what Epstein was doing. I want to know why it's not being burned to the ground. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. Sorry. They found dungeons and shit with uh, straps and chairs. Well, Epstein made it very clear in his Southern Trust, that court record deposition, because I read through all of it, that for some reason, the British Virgin Islands has the most tight, secure, high-powered internet connection that does not, cannot be hacked from anywhere else in the world. Huh. That, that's why he wanted to run that there. On their on their server, because they have the top notch server in the world. So I think that's why it's probably not getting burned down, even though it should. I think that that would be a great act of kindness on humanity and all of those victims to just burn the damn thing to the ground and call it a day. Nuke it. <laughs> I swear there's a yeah, connection. Why not? Yeah. I why not? I swear there's a connection with him and David Parker Ray, the toy box. I would like you to like go on a private stream with me so we can talk about this because I'm very yeah. interested in that. Because he had a satellite uplink and he was making those torture videos as he was killing those women. He was making them for somebody and Epstein's ranch wasn't too far away in New Mexico. Yeah, well, uh, we need to talk about that off stream yeah. because like I said, I have tied the process church of the final judgment not the process, not an aberration, Scientologists, okay? Call it its proper name, the Process Church of the Final Judgment. I've tied that directly to Utah. Yeah. Directly to when uh, the whole cult in the Wasatch faults started happening. Right around the same time. So... I think what it sounds like, Chris, is that we're making a really strong argument that a lot of this stuff is connected. It's kind of what I was, uh, kind of goes on what I was learning uh, from Dave McGowan, to be honest. I'm just trying to connect dots where 
Yeah. No, nobody's, nobody's going to threaten me or call me a agent of disinformation or dangerous anymore. I don't care if you don't like Dave McGowan. I, I don't care because I check everything and yeah. he has not led me astray thus far. You're just mad that I called out your hero and you're upset that your hero is not a good person. It's you not know, my fault. Do you get a lot of that? A lot of uh, like people telling you that McGowan's like full of shit and stuff? Because like uh, I haven't really come across that. I, I have people that have questions about like the Boston bombing work that that Dave was going through, like with the photographs and stuff. But that's usually, oh yeah, you can't prove that that's uh, it's a it's a hoax and all this shit. Other than that, I don't. When really it comes hear... to this kid stuff, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that okay. Yeah, the but remember. I yeah. told you on the radio show yeah. that that girl who was a victim of the internet pedophile ring Wonderland. She hadn't heard that of That she asked me, she was like, who the hell wrote this book? No right. one's ever talked about my case publicly. I want to buy the book. Please tell me. And, and, and she actually found, I think she found me on Twitter or, or I popped up on hers. I don't know. But um, her court record, she has it posted there and it's on there. So she wasn't lying and she's a victim advocate now. So Dave was on point about everything. Tell and me, I've had Tom, multiple people. I've had to do a show people. on Dave. I'm ready. I've, I've, I know. I've, I've, I've talked to multiple people who have reached out to me. Um, one from McMartin who lived in the area at the time and said, no, this absolutely happened. I don't know why they just talk about McMartin. I had that lady reach out to me. Um, and then, and I, I just don't know how deep I want to go into it. Um, but one of Johnny Gosh's uh, relatives reached out to me. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. That was kind of my reaction. I would say, I, it, I, I almost say passed it. out. I'm not going to say it live, but I, I don't, I think that list is very, very small. <laughs> I I almost passed out when I got the message. Wow. Because they were like, because, you know, there's like this whole like grifting thing on Twitter with this kind of stuff with like QAnon and whatever. And everybody wants to focus on celebrities. And I'm like, I could yeah. get two craps what celebrities are doing you know like i'm focusing on all these unsolved things because i'm arguing that these unsolved things are going to give us the answers to what's going on right now right, right. and they said that uh and i i, I mean I, I gotta look into this because it isn't something necessarily that i've thought about because it was around the same time of franklin um it's kind of been accepted within the family from what i've been told from this person that the chief of police sold johnny i've heard that somewhere I don't know i've heard that before i don't know where i don't know if it was because remember in franklin chief wadman was involved yeah chief wadman was the one that alicia owen said was the father of the child initially right and then yeah. you know they kind of backtracked on it because they were throwing her in isolation and were having other prisoners gang up on her and beat her up right because they thought that she was a snitch and even though she wasn't a snitch to anybody in jail tom you know, you know these is, right alicia owned i don't 
So this is the main victim that we talked about uh, last time from the Franklin scandal. The girl okay. who never changed her story ever. Um, they threw the book so, at her for telling the truth. I think I invited. Yeah, the counts of perjury, all of that. Yeah. So the other, so um, Paul Bonacci, who is the other famous victim from that trial, he yeah. is the one that implicated Aquino, you know, uh, besides a couple of the other kids who were underage. Um, but he is the one who says that he was there and was involved in the kidnapping of Johnny Gosh and that Aquino was involved and the family. And this person told me that these, these people within the family believe that the police chief sold Johnny as part of this ring. Is his mom still alive? I don't, I don't know if Noreen is still alive or not. Like every anniversary on like the even number of years. So like 10, 20, whatever, sometimes they'll do it on 15. Cause I try to watch like the updates where they'll yeah. do like a special in his hometown. Um, they just mock her on television and make fun of her. Like she's this crazy mom and we, they understand she's sad and this and that. That's um, what I thought you were talking about. No, and so I made it clear to this person that, no, because, I mean, if it was her, I would just say it was Noreen, you know, I would say that I talked to Noreen, Um, but, you know, this person did bring up, you know, Noreen, and I said, you know, uh, I I hate that the news still comes on and gaslights her. It doesn't matter. I hate that, because it's important. People need to talk about it, because no matter what happened to Johnny, people need to know this has become such a, I don't want to say polarizing or like too conspiratorial, but at the end of the day, a kid was kidnapped and no one has ever seen him ever again. And for like 30 years, the news goes on and mocks the mother. It's disgusting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because whatever happened to him, we know what happened in Franklin. We know what happened with Aquino. We know what happened in Presidio. We know what happened to McMartin. We know what happened. I mean, I haven't read William Ramsey's most recent writings about the finders, and I'm going to. And I haven't made the videos for that part yet uh, from David McGowan's book. But, you know, uh, it's a child went missing. And no one has ever paid for it. And we have a trend of cops being involved in the trafficking of children. And this all being blamed on like the satanic panic, bro. So um, I don't remember exactly. It was just a few years back, but I saw a documentary and uh, they were interviewing a gentleman on the, on a news channel. I think it was NBC. And they were claiming that it was Johnny Gosh. Oh, I posted about that. It was um, it was Jeff Gannon, right? He's the bald guy. He yeah. was um, an investigative, like, whatever, some like a White House correspondent. I'm sorry, that's what he was. So he would come in and like sit in the White House and you know ask questions during these press briefings. Um, 
Yeah. So I found, and it was really hard to find, but I found every single news clip of him. Because in that clip, I know exactly what you're talking about. It was on MSNBC. It was on like the Deedle and Bo show, I think, which is canceled now. But they talk about how uh, there's a conspiracy theory that uh, he's Johnny Gosh and he was kidnapped by the CIA and part of the Monarch program and mind washing and all of this yeah. stuff. And um, so Jeff Gannon gets exposed by this conspiracy internet group, right? Because they're like, he looks like Johnny Gosh, right? And we can't really like figure out his name. And they figure out the name. And it's not who he says he is. And then it turns out that he's running an online escort service. And that he's been in the White House at night when no one else is there. And there's 15 times that he's been in and out of the White House. And, and the um, the security staff can't account for him coming and going. Yeah. So I think that that's kind of weird because that sounds like the Cowboy scandal. 1989. Reagan White House. Yeah. That went back to 1981. 81 was the uh, the call. That goes thing? all the way back. That was when it first started because that was when the Page Boy scandal was going on too. None of those things ended. Right, right. Okay. Because so I remember the articles from 1989, I think. No, those ones I remember too, and those ones are tied into Franklin. But yeah. there was the other scandal that was in the very early 80s. And someone wrote a book about it, one of the victims. And it's in the Congressional Library <laughs> as part of the archives. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot. But I could sit here and ramble all day. I'm going to go, my friend. Thank you so much for having me on. I think Tom went too, and now I'm uh, all by myself. I think his laptop might have died because that was like a... Not even an Irish goodbye. <laughs> like, or maybe no, I like died. an Irish goodbye. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're like, one of the only other people that, that knows <laughs> what an Irish goodbye is. <laughs> Bye-bye. Um, no, but I gotta yeah, I gotta go check on how they how they can see your work and how they can support you and uh, oh so yeah. thank you. I'm on rotting jewels at Instagram and YouTube now. And on Twitter, I am Dana Duda. I'm probably going to end up switching that so everything matches. I got to go check on my pup because they're going to start popping off fireworks. And I got to give him some anxiety medicine and wrap him up in blankets so he's calm. Yeah, yeah. go go take care of that. I appreciate you spending your... uh... Your holiday with Tom and I. and uh, No, thank you for having me. Let me know. Let's get together and plan a time to talk about yeah. the David Parker Ray stuff. Because yeah. I would love to hear more. It's a lot there. Okay, All I'll right. talk to you I'll soon. Talk Bye. to you soon. Take care. Bye. All right, folks. Well, that was a special 4th of July uh, conspiring with uh, Mr. Cooper. With the awesome Dana. And I'm going to end the broadcast right now because I think Tom's laptop... Uh, Something happened with his battery, and uh, I think there's that was uh, perfect. And uh, I'm going to get this to Rumble and Odyssey as soon as possible. I know people watching it live, if they were able to, uh, only caught it on Twitter. But we'll make sure that everyone gets gets it out because uh, we went pretty long. We went two hours, 14 minutes. So I think that's a success. And uh, peace.